Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome listeners to another Arcade Attack podcast. Uh, my name is Dylan. I'm here with Rob. Hey. Keith. Hello. And Adrian. I'm back, baby. So, <laughs> today we're going to pay tribute to a game, nay, series of games, which sometimes I think gets overlooked. Would you agree? A bit overlooked in the whole kind of great series. Yeah. Maybe. And things. I don't know why. It's a bit, I think, you know, I, th- I think it's actually got its own genre. But I'll get on to that. Ooh, it's a, it passed me by as a mm. PS2 owner. It passed you by. I, I, never had to played, it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played a game ever until earlier this year. So. <gasps> Rob doesn't know anything about it. Rob doesn't even know what it is. So Rob yeah. is like, you know, looking at us like, you know, what the hell's going on? But we're going to yeah. tell you, Rob, and we're going to tell the <laughs> listeners as we play homage to Devil May Cry. Yeah, I can't wait. You can't wait. You can't wait. You'd say that you're Devil May Care right now. You're Devil May Care, (laughs) but no, it's Devil May Devil May Cry. So created by Hideki Kamiya, uh, it was originally intended to be a sequel in Capcom's Resident Evil series. Yeah. Hmm. Right. So I don't know. Do do one of you two want to try and explain to Rob the gameplay thus in in Devil May Cry? Start with the story. You want to start with a story? Okay, start right. Start with the story. So, it, it's, uh, the first game is set on Mallet Island. Malay. Mallet. <laughs> Malay. Mallet. Timmy, Timmy Malay Island. Malay Island. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled Mallet, pronounced. Malay. Check out what I here. Keith just trampled all over joke I was going to make, but oh, doesn't no, matter. sorry, man. Doesn't matter. Sorry. Anyway, so Malay Island. <laughs> right. The story centers on Dante. Who is Dante? Obviously, he's protagonist. Mm. Well, what is he? What is his profession, Adrian? I think he's a devil. That's not a profession. No, it's not. It's not a profession. It's, it's <laughs> a kind not, of a he's yeah. A he's kind hunter. of a wasn't demon. He, in a, he was in the bar, wasn't he? he was in a barkeeper. It's not. We're making up. You're making up. You're making. I think Trish is like a bar. <laughs> anyway, we're getting into. We're, sorry. Anyway, he is a demon hunter, like <laughs> Keith just said. All right. So he uses his business. So his business is basically killing demons, but um so like demons killed his I wanna say mother and his brother <laughs> question mark. Yeah. Alright. So he meets said Trish, who I oh, think yeah. maybe Adrian was trying to We say meet. She rides a motorcycle through the front of his shop. Well, yeah, it's 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 not it's not the meet. most civilized of meetings. No, not really. Mm. And if you wanted a shop and you wanted a potential customer, the last thing you'd want them to do is drive their motorcycle yeah. through the front of it. It's not very subtle. Generally, but, when yeah. people do that, it's after the shop is closed and they want to help themselves. That's it, basically. But no, she wants his actual help. But um, there's a theme with Dante trying to set up shops and. Uh, um, <laughs> what? 
What shops? Mm. What does he sell in these shops? He's a demon he's hunter. A de- he sells I just his said. services. Oh, yeah, so, so he sells his services. Why is he in his shop for that? Can't yeah. he just advertise on the internet? Okay, this, this, well, this was 2001. Come on. No. This is 2000. Yeah, so and ad, that brings me to my next point. So it was actually released on uh, August the 23rd in 2001. So that it, that's why the, it classifies as retro in my eyes. It's 16. Mm. Uh, almost we've, we've 17. We've said PS2 counts. We've said, we've said um, yeah. Mostly. Yeah. We did. Mostly. Would you say something that... Um, well, no. I think we, we did... We love Cat and Ryan. That was a very late edition. So. Yeah, would you say the 2008-2009 PS2 would count as retro? What was so. being released then? Shattered Memories. Silent Hill. Ah, yeah, but that was... That, yeah. PS2 is the line. We like that line. That... I, I wouldn't it's kind of a line that moves about a bit though. unless I'd love to talk about Shadow okay, anyway yeah. 2001 it's retro. it's retro right so she comes in um, and then oh his business is called Devil May Cry his Devil way. yeah oh sorry yeah the shop is yeah. called he's named that shop Devil May Cry Devil May Cry limited at the end I'm sure uh, I think he's the sole trader because I don't remember seeing a limited thing on there. As, as in souls, so, as he collects souls, or actually literally. Oh, nice, nice, nice demons, yeah, souls. Yes, he sold. So yeah. Business nice, joke, business nice. teacher. I like it, I like it, soul traders. Um, <laughs> so, this is, this is going on some weird tangent, right? Well, yeah, oh, I, mean, I, like, I haven't, I haven't explained the plot yet. Oh, Rob's still sitting yet. there going, what's the story again? No, uh, well, I was going to ask, it's a weird name for a business. Like, literally, he's not selling anything. So, like, you, you know, you're going to say, that's an intriguing name for a shop. I'll go in and see what its wares are. It's like, well, it's, a demon it's, hunter. A, it's an office then, not a shop. Let's call it an office. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, <clears throat> but why is the business called Devil May Cry when it's... Mm. Can't it's called Demon Hunters? Dylan's, oh, Dylan's going for a hard time. Never mind. Let's get through it? this. I'm, I've, I've, I'm just <laughs> face palming at the moment. Um, right, no, right, no. Devil May Cry. I think it's because it's a cool name for a game. Let's be honest. Yes. And they shoehorned it in rather than just saying, "Oh, the, devil, the game's called Devil May Cry." It's like this is business, so it's a business game. All right. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so Trish asks him to go to Malay Island. And uh, obviously take out all the demons and things there and take out the main demon person on there, I've forgotten. Remind me. Mundus. 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 Thank you. So, Dante hits the island, obviously with all guns and swords ablazing. Yeah? You're feeling it now. Yeah, definitely. So it's like a third person game. Uh, It's all action. You switch between sword and gun and you just take everything out, basically. That's that's the plot. That's isn't it? basically it. Yeah. That's the plot. It's a third mm. person hack and slash and shoot and hack and shoot and slash and yeah. Sounds a bit like Castlevania with guns. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a three D Castlevania with guns. Mm. It's not a bad comparison. I feel like it. We love Castlevania, but I feel that's not. Mm. That's Where's not the point it's... I wanted to make. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> make oh. your point. I make my point. Rob's never played it. He's just, no. You know. He's no. So working it out for himself. The main. The main kind of. The thread of this is that yeah, you, it was meant to be a Resident Evil game, mm-hmm. so it has that. It kind was going to be Resident Evil Four, wasn't it? Yeah, it has that. Mm-hmm. It's got puzzles in it, so you can so you get a key to open door, and you collect orbs and things. I'll explain some of the orbs later. Mm. So it's just a really kind of fun, fun third person hack and slash horror type game. Uh, it's super difficult, I think. Yeah, it's hard. It's yeah, yeah. so. You know, it's a super difficult third-person hack and slash game. The critical reception was pretty, pretty fierce at the time because, uh, you know, apart from Castlevania, I hadn't really seen anything like it. 
So I'm going to run through a, a few, a few there. GameSpot, 9.1 out of 10. Boom. IGN, 9.6 out of 10. It has a Metacritic, so across all reviews, of 94 out of 100. That's pretty good. How much did Ocarina have? It was higher than that, just about, about 97, 96. 97, 96. Oh, so it's like it's two t- or three off Ocarina, man. So this is, you know, this game deserves, you know, it deserves a little bit of praise. Uh, it sold more than three million copies. So This yeah. is what makes it strange that it gets overlooked so often, because it was a massive sell-off for... Capcom, wasn't it? It was about 3 million copies, man. I mean, that, that is worldwide. Resident Evil sales, then. That's same. Favourably, yeah. That's okay. same. I think, I think the Resident Evil's off the top of my head. I think Code Veronica and Resi 3 sold about 3 million wow. worldwide. I think Dino Crisis sold like something like 2.5 mm. mil. So this is up there, man. This is like raking it in for Capcom. And it's still early days for the PS2 as well, wasn't it? 2001. 2001, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if... This was the first time you played it, but the first time I played it was on a demo disc Ooh. that came with um, the Resident Evil Two. I just said it. No, yeah, close though. Close, no closer. No, Code Veronica. Yes, oh. PS Two game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Code Veronica. I, I had Code Veronica on the PS Two, so maybe I did. You would have had, yeah. You would have had oh, the remember. demo. You would have had the demo disc. Mm. So. When I took, so I'd waited ages for Code Veronica because I got a PS2 just after you got, you, Keith got it, you got it straight after it was released. Yeah, because I'm an idiot. I waited, I think I waited like a month until it dropped like a hundred pounds and then I got it. And then waiting ages for Code Veronica, I'm like, oh, where the hell is it? And then it came, I was like, ooh, like, ooh, Code Veronica is nice. What's this Devil May Cry air? (laughs) <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, oh, well, you know, I played um, Code Veronica a bit. I think I completed Code Veronica within a couple of days because I was so honed to playing Resident Evil mm. games. I just went like, right, I'm just going to just rattle this off. And then, okay. So, okay, what have I got to play? Uh, I've got this Devil May Cry thing. That he chucks in the corner, Gavin does. It's the whole first mission. Is it? That's quite big then. It's the whole first mission, I think, until mm. the boss. So that's oh. like a, that's a chunk. That's at least like half an hour's worth of gameplay. And man, it's it, a good introduction it to it. Blew my mind, man. It blew my mind. It blew my mind to the point that I had to go and get it as soon as it came out. Mm. I think I paid about 30, 40 quid for it. When oh. it when, when's the last time I played 40 pounds for a game? Yeah. Uh, so it was, yeah, fantastic. Um, the, I mean, <laughs> question, I mean, could it have actually worked as a Resident Evil game? I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to do a little bit about the Resident Evil 4 comparison oh yeah because yeah, they, the Capcom the team went to Europe to look at castles and things like that yeah to come up with ideas for backgrounds and settings for the new Resident Evil game yes so I mean same have you played Resident Evil 4 Raid uh, oh god oh. you're missing out I have to lend you yeah, that if as you well. haven't you have to I'm just checking I'm guessing Rob probably has Nemesis is the mind. last one I properly played oh, okay okay <laughs> but obviously you have <laughs> how, how similar is the setting it's in very a lot similar. Of ways. Yeah, it's very similar. The castle, that kind of dark European look castle of it. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and especially when you go into the first entrance hall in the castle, mm. that's a very Resident Evil moment, isn't it? Yeah, like Dun-dun-dun. the entrance hall yeah, in RE2. Yeah. Um, so you can see the similarities, and it's funny they the reason that this was kind of binned off as being a Resident Evil game is mm. because they thought it was too action oriented and it wasn't very Resident Evil. Yeah, and yet. Resident Evil 4 ended up being super action the most action <laughs> oriented game and basically changed the direction of Resident Evil forever yeah so it's well, funny I mean, we ended up, 
Was that a whole of discussion? That's another discussion, yeah. yeah. But we've yeah. got you've got we've ended up with two awesome games, but I don't think they're that far apart really. They're not. It's just it's like if Devil May Cry were first person or just over the shoulder, it'd yeah. be Resi Resi Four, is that not what far off. Well yeah, it's off. very similar, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's so obviously there's subtle you know, subtle things, hmm. some differences there. So Leon has his gun, whereas you know, Dante has sword slash Excalibur, is that what it's called? No, that's King Arthur's that's sword. That's King Arthur's <laughs> sword, but it does have well a similar done. type of name, but I forgot what oh. it was. I'm more I'm more concerned about the, the name that his guns have. Oh I know. Is it called Tooting and shooting, maybe, I don't know. Tooting and shooting, close. <laughs> Rob on it, here we go. Rooting and tooting. Rooting and tooting, closer. Ebony and ivory. <laughs> I don't, yeah, so they went for ebony and ivory, so one's kind of ivory colour, the other one's obviously ebony colour. And so, they kill together in perfect harmony. They go. do, they do, <laughs> they do. I think... Um, Please hold I, on to find out the name of the sword, it's really funny. Okay, right, go on then. Yeah. Well, that's funny, though, isn't it? Doing that. But obviously, I'm, I'm going to ask Adrian now, okay. as um, someone who's just picked it up. Yeah. How did you find the, the switching of the styles of, obviously, the shooting and the, and, and the sword play? Um, I, I picked it up pretty quickly, actually. I thought the game was uh, pretty easy to control. Uh, and actually, I really like the idea you can just you can switch between the guns and the swords almost instantaneously. Mm. I think that was very very cleverly done. I have to say I really enjoyed it actually. I thought I thought the action was intense, crazy in your face, mm. and the weapons. Mm. Um, yeah, I got my head around it pretty quickly. I was quite surprised. I thought, wow, I the learning curve. I mean, it's yeah. a hard game, but yeah. I think the learning curve, the first couple of levels, is really good. It kind of it introduces to all of the um, the mechanics of the game, and the. Enemies are really easy on the first level. Mm. And, okay, the, the boss is pretty tough. Had them. Yeah, it's pretty tough. But the actual sort of clown things are quite good to practice oh, shooting the, the on. The marionettes. The marionettes, yeah. So, like, you know, you can practice when they're swinging. It takes them quite long to swing their little sickle arms and stuff. Sure. So, you know, it's good. It kind of, you can really brush up on your sword play slash gun play. Plus, you can do funny things like shoot them to kind of, like, you know, shoot them whilst you're walking at them. And then, like, get in there with the sword. That's right. The interchange between the two weapons work really well, I think. Yeah. Actually. You can also do the old uppercut with the sword. And then when they're falling, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Like, you know, a, like a tin can. How it's many, super yeah. stylish. How many games before Devil May Cry had both a sword and a gun as weapons? Uh, oh. Wait, I'll say again. Sorry, Rob. How many mm. games prior to Devil May Cry oh. used oh, tandem, oh. sword and gun? I can't think of any. Mm, no. It's yeah, just wondering. Like it's oh, it was Adrian usually might... one or the other, wasn't it? Prior to that, no, no. I was gonna say, and you're gonna say, oh, shut up, Adrian. You're talking rubbish. <laughs> but I'm ready. No, to be fair to Link in Zelda, he has a sword and he also has a bow and arrow, so he has got the projectile weapon. True, well. and I'm playing the Link between worlds, and he can kind of sword and fire thing at the same time. That's right. I don't. No, he has no, it doesn't count. <laughs> no, we can't, no, we can't, 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 count. We can't okay. compare Link and Dante. We want to. <laughs> I'm just giving them both the stink eye. We're gonna. We want question to. though. You know what? Like, I could be wrong, but I don't think any character had a swords and guns combo until comic books like in the early nineties, like Deadpool, Deadpool and Shatterstar, yeah. yeah, like all those Rob Liefeld characters. I think there's a little bit of Deadpool in Dante. Mm. Yeah. His attitude as well, and there was um, there was never a Deadpool game, was there? Not until like the last no, generation. No. Mm. no. Interesting fact about Dante. Actually, we're talking about obviously nineties and. Are you I've got the, I'm, I'm bringing the sword. 
Oh, what's this? His original sword that you start the game with is called Force Edge. Force Edge. And yeah. then later in the game, quite early in the game, you find Alastor. Oh, Alastor. Right. Well, that's like that sounds it. Like that's what I thought it was Excalibur, but yeah, you're right. I always pronounced it. I always pronounced it. I always pronounced it Alastor. Alastor. Yeah. I always pronounced it. I was like, oh, Alastor. Which is like, has like lightning power. Yeah. So, interesting fact then about Dante. Um, he's actually modelled well oh can I have a guess is it another video game character no no, uh, no. well he looks quite a lot like Leon Kennedy so Camilla hmm. um, was a fan of new romanticism hmm. gives you a clue Rob Rob has never, Rob has never seen them in my cry. Sorry. There's a picture of I'm his looking, face. I'm literally looking at uh, the boxes here. He doesn't um, look anything like him facially, <laughs> but his swagger and things very similar to a new romanticist. Um, new romanticist. Is it Nick Rhodes? Close. Really close. Le Bon? Close. Getting a bit colder, but same group. John Taylor. Boom! John Just Taylor. Nothing like John Taylor. No, he doesn't look. At, I told you, he doesn't look anything time. like him facially. But his or swagger. Hairly. No, yeah, but he just doesn't. Yeah, his <laughs> swagger. We're just making up words now. New romanticism. His, his swagger and cockiness in the game is meant to mirror John Taylor. So it's I, not I'm meant getting to... more of a Brett Michaels vibe looking at this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, but I, I'm, I'm going to make you play the game, and then we come. We'll have a, like a we'll have a revisit it. podcast, and be like, do you think Dante's a bit like John Taylor? And we'll, we'll see. And we'll the see. podcast be like one minute, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to. Everyone I'm not has to convinced choose. you're going to change his mind on that because no? it's a bit of a. All right, okay. Keith, back me up on this. Brett Michaels from Poison. Oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely like a, a hair metal vibe. Oh, but I think Dante. this is like Dante's like standard look, like Japanese guys wanted to design Western guys out. But that's it. If you change the color of his hair, boom, Leon Kennedy. There basically. you go, Leon Kennedy. He is like almost, especially on the front yeah. cover of this Devil oh, May no, Cry I'm, Two box. Definitely. Yeah, it's you know. Oh no, I've just given away what we're going to talk about next. Oh, Doi. Oh. But Doi, anyway. Who could have predicted we could have predicted? Who could have predicted? Well, you know, you've got to keep some, you know. Yeah, mystery. We, we, we may ne- you know, not necessarily have spoken about the sequels, but yeah, we're obviously going to speak about the sequels. Right, so you've got Ebony and Ivory, but Dante has a, like a hidden, a hidden power. Yes. Because he's half human. Half demon. Half demon. He's the son of Sparda. Son of Sparda, the legendary demon. Legendary demon. It's a bit like Blade. It's a bit like Blade. (laughs) (laughs) Also, his, his sword skills are a bit like Blade. But, does Blade, did Blade ever use guns? Yeah. He did, but they had like, UV bullets, didn't they? Oh, they used the silver bullets. Doesn't it? Mm. Silver bullets. Wasn't no, a game, had ones though. with like UV lighting as well. To, for, to oh, it's like, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay, you got it now. All right. Okay, so, so yeah, maybe Blade. And, I mean, he must have that. And the first Blade film, I know the comics as well, but the first had a Blade game, film. Didn't it? I don't know, but it was about two thousand, wasn't it? And this was the year after, so maybe Ooh. there's a little bit. Of, oh, that's cool. And he mm. has a trench coat. Controversy. And he has a trench coat. Mm. We've just unearthed the controversy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he needs to unleash. The demon in within Devil Trigger. Devil Trigger. So you've got in in a mm. in addition to your normal health bar and whatnot, which you can increase as you go through the game, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it's quite. You can pick up stuff. You can pick up orbs, orbs and stuff, and then by the time you complete the game, you've got like a massive health. Mm. You need it. You've got a massive health bar. You need it. You've got your Devil Trigger like meter as well, which is you know you trigger that, and you've got a limited amount of time before it runs down, and it just looks like a man. It just looks like a mentalist. 
He runs around. Yeah, like he kind of shows him in his demon quicker, form, doesn't he? Yeah, it? he's quicker, more Faster, powerful. Stronger. Yeah, so you can like flick that on and off when you want, and that's that adds another dimension mm. to the to the gameplay. So um, he's a bit cocky, like I said earlier. Like supposedly, like John John Taylor was a bit cocky. Let's be honest. Come on. Not well, me. not me. Go with if me. If you were Smash Hits the sexiest man in the world five years <laughs> on, wouldn't you be? Well, how was that? Five years in a row, eighty-one to eighty-five. And can you guess who displaced him in nineteen eighty-six? Wait, nineteen eighty-six. Bono. Yes. Did you say Bono? No, I didn't. Did you say Bono? Did I? Did I say Bono? Market. Sorry. Oh my god. Oh, thanks, Rob, for setting that up. Though that was really cool. I thought you said Bono. My bad. Yeah. No. No. Bono. Oh, With that yeah. mullet, I guess everyone had a mullet in those days. True. Yeah, unless you live on Mallet Island, isn't it? Malay. Mallet Timmy. Timmy Malay. Timmy Malay Island, right? Okay, anyway. So it actually had, obviously, the Resident Evil team. And the Resident Evil writer, okay, oh God, here goes my, here goes my pronunciation <laughs> Noboru Sugimura. Nice. Ah, created, obviously, the um, initially when they were con- conceiving this, so he created the concept. Uh, Dante wasn't called Dante. He was actually so this was re- meant to be a Resident Evil game based on someone called Tony. <laughs> Tony, I'm looking at Rob and he's <laughs> giving me a grimace. Tony, right? Has there uh, ever been a hero called Tony before? Mr. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I saw The Shining the other day. Nice. Love it. Love it. Right. Um, and in, he, Tony is actually invincible. Right. Ah, uh, uh, yes. 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 And he has, um, I'm quoting Wikipedia yeah. here. Sorry. Um, skills and intellect exceeding that of normal people. <laughs> yeah. And mm. superhuman abilities. I thought it was like the six million dollar man or something that they were going to rip off. But yeah, so that that's how it started, and wow. I think they they realised they that, that they realised it wasn't going to work as a. I don't know. I don't, actually, I wanted to ask you, Keith. Do you not think the story of Tony would be good for a Resident <laughs> Evil game? No, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds more ridiculous than some of the Resident Evil stories. Uh, Why is he invincible? Because he's. A, He's Tony. He's Tony. Tony is invincible, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> Tony's invincible. He's Tony. He's, he's always invincible. The, you're talking about the person who's never heard of any of this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it could have worked. And if Resident Evil guys are listening, then yes, please make the story of Tony. <laughs> and, and you could have Tony the Tiger in there as well, couldn't you? That could be superpower. They do. You could have, yeah. You could yeah. tell it's like, yeah. Do you know what? You could do. You could have a game about Tony, but then who's the boss? Who's the boss? <laughs> no, Tony Danza. Oh no, Tony Danza joke. Oh, he went there. He went there. I don't. Right back to Devil May Cry. I was really looking forward to doing this podcast. Oh no, <laughs> so I've gone a bit wrong. I don't know what happened. But um, all right then. Before I get into some sort of trivia and things about, well, more trivia about Devil May Cry. What are the what are the things Adrian and Keith then that sort of make the game? Make them special for you. I like the setting of it actually. I think it's quite like gothicy, mm. dark. Yeah. Um, I just it was different. I haven't played a game quite like it actually. It reminds me of the same sort of sort of graphics of Resident Evil. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in your face action from day one, yeah. boom. But you didn't know that this was like a Resident Evil bin off, did you? No. Yeah, but see, you just said it right there. Plus that gothicness, as Keith touched on earlier, was brought from them going to Europe. 
I love how all of these like Japanese, yeah. you know, when you see like Japanese tourists going, yeah, to see, places, they're not just tourists, they're not tourists, they're, they're game researchers, <laughs> they're game, they are game devs. We think they're in their like, like white hats and stuff, and like they're pretending to be OAPs, but they're not. OAPs. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, you know, Noguru and everyone else, and you know, they're all in there, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, okay, so you like the gothic setting. I, I tell you, I really liked it actually. I've, um, boss fights. There's a lot of bosses, isn't there? I have to say, I came across quite a few in the quick succession. Of and they're not just straightforward. It's not just you just go in there and just blast away until your fingers fall off. Although your fingers can fall off. They can. Playing this game. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's always a good bonus to see the Scissor Sisters in the game. <clears throat> yeah, Scissor Sisters. Are you going to sing a song? No. <laughs> but that, the, the witches. God, it's hard not to, though, isn't it? <clears throat> no. Yeah. 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 Tell me what? what? Right. Okay. So, Uh, so the the marionette sort of puppet things are the first baddies that you encounter, and they're like when you're like smashing them with your with your sword and everything. Super satisfying. They they cut. They break apart, don't they? They break apart. They're not quite dead. They back together and come off. Crazy. Um, but then the next, the next bad guy, you, I think you go into one of the rooms in the first level, and these weird witchy things. I don't know what. Like, it wasn't <laughs> far off with oh. the name of oh. the Sin Scissors. Oh my god. <laughs> sin right. Scissors. Sin Scissors or Sin Sizers? No, Scissors. Okay. Sin Scissors. Who would you? Or Sin City. It's spelled Scissors. What? Sin City. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so. They just their legs are like well they're not they're, no no they don't legs. have legs they like, actually they have they actually have big scissors they're like ghostly witches aren't they they're big ghostly scissors. witches have massive scissors and they go oh. <laughs> and they like kind of obviously close them on you that's not like a horse <laughs> it mean? Yeah. Well, that's interesting because you know what scissor sisters you know that's a euphemism for something yes we know yeah yes I'm just curious like what. I think they just wanted witches to come at you with scissors. I don't think it's anything to do yeah, with Yeah, there's that. no subtext. Who would yeah. you rather be stuck in a room with if you had a choice? <laughs> the hand sisters or the sin scissors, whatever they're called. Obviously the sister sisters. I don't well, want to be I don't want to be like having to run away from witches trying to scissor. But their like, music like mm-hmm. it. It's not bad. Well, mm-hmm. you haven't heard this the sin scissors sing. They might be even worse. <laughs> <Here they> go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no keep on the best voice of them to be fair no but I sounded like a horse do it again <laughs> that is it <laughs> so imagine them there <laughs> you imagine them covering Pink Floyd <laughs> <laughs> oh Sin Scissors oh my god so you know the Sin Scissors um what was I saying about boss fights boss fights boss fights boss fights you lot right no boss fights are always like multi-layered so it's like you've got to hit You've got to beat one bit of the boss. It's a bit like like, like in a shoot 'em up. And you so fight you, most of them more than once as well, mm. don't you? Yeah, they always like come crashing come through back. walls mm. or crashing through the ceiling, and it's yeah, it's brilliant. No, it's so like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> cool it. It's like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there we go. So yeah, no, the set pieces in the game are. They're beautiful to watch, and this is like you know, 2001. We'd been we've been having our static, apart from Dino Crisis, our kind of static levels and everything. Oh, like, the pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah, and the stuff. pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah, all the backgrounds in this are are rendered. Yeah, they aren't they? But they're obviously the PS2 can handle the, the massive polygons. Yeah, and it looks you brilliant. Know, obviously lots of little it's polygons brilliant. for the for the main characters yeah. and things. But yeah, beautiful. Um, Keith, so what are your sort of favourite? Favourite things about the game. Mm. I bloody love it. You bloody, bloody it's love so it. It's so much fun. I got it, it must have been, if it came out in August 2001, probably that Christmas, I guess. Mm. Or maybe around nice. that time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just the non-stop action, the mixture of the gunplay and the sword fighting. What do you think and about the style system? Yeah, it's, I like it. 
I just managed to rob them. Yeah, so, go on, yeah, explain that first. So Devil May Cry makes a thing of being stylish. It's, you get it's, rewarded for the more stylish mm, you are. Yeah. You're killing enemies. So yeah. basically, what that, what that narrows down to is dealing out as much damage as you can in as quick a time as you can without getting hit. And using as many different moves yeah, as well. Yeah. If you just, just stand there shooting your guns or using the same sword slash over Yeah, you just get like a whatever. The, sequ- the sequel's a bit more punishing on that. But yeah, you can, you can, build, you can build up some nice little combos mm-hmm. in the first one. So again, you know, these things kind of build in. And it gives you like a ranking. So it'd be like D and it says mm. double. Dumb. What's, <laughs> no. what's oh. C? C is... I want to say charming. No, it's not great. Is it? Oh, I think it's just... It might just be cool. 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 Yeah, I think it's cool. B is bravo. B is bravo. A is awesome. awesome. Let's, Let's just say it's awesome. Might be. Awesome. Amazing. S is the best and S is like spectacular. What was it? No, is it? Just. I should have really written yeah, it down, something right? something like that anyway. But yeah, obviously S is like the top rank. What's the lowest rank then? D. Of D's one. Yeah, D. Dollar. See, even if you're hitting stuff, you can you can get a D, you know? No, I got D's yeah. all the time. <laughs> what, wow. what, in school or? This <laughs> is in life, really. <laughs> but that's, I like that as well. You can play it as just a button basher, but there's a lot of different moves to learn as well with the sword. Um, it is, and also you can sort of power up everything as you go, which I think is a, a massive thing yes. in gaming now. Yeah. It wasn't such a big thing back then. Mm. It was more like if you had played at the survival horror games, you just got a new weapon. It's got a new thing. It was more about powering up the character. You've got different Power moves and things, powering yeah. up the weapons, <clears throat> powering up the guns. Yeah, uh, Knights of the Round. Knights of the Round? The door. But then Knights of the Round was obviously every character had their, yeah, their, set their weapon. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, yeah, like Dante, he has his ebony and ivory. He has ebony and ivory. You get a shotgun. There's a shotgun. There's, there's, a, shotgun. there's a grenade launcher. Grenade launcher. Um, and also, shotgun's you get, fun though. After you've got Alastor, Alastor, and you then find Ifrit. Ifrit, which is the flame hand. Oh yeah, power. of course. Yeah. Flame hand power is bad, badass. Which I like, but I found myself using it less because the range is range is rubbish. Yeah. You've yeah. suddenly got no sword, and so you have mm. to be right up close. And as the enemies get harder, mm. being that close is not. The best My sources tell me S means showtime. Showtime. <laughs> okay, showtime. I like that. I like so, that. So you know, it really makes a thing about being stylish and oh, this is Dante, and you know, um, there's loads of little cool touches as well. It, mm. In modern day gaming, it's a bit frustrating when you want to go in and change your weapon. When you change your gun, yes, you go into the menu. You then no. select the gun, but the, and then you get this really cool animation. Do you remember of the weapon firing? Yeah, the poop. <laughs> but you're like, I just want to change my weapon. It's cool yeah. the first time you see it, but then every time after that, yeah, you have to pause nice. the game, go into the menu, and then it flips. Well, they resolve that later on in the series, they yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so cool. but some of the just some of the graphical effects as well, like you know when you've got the locked doors with all the ghost faces, on yeah, the ghost faces, like, and if you go if you stay too close to it, the hand comes out and grabs you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it shatters when you unlock it. <laughs> just lovely, like cool little touches like that. I love the atmosphere. I love the location. Yes. The backgrounds, the graphics. Um, I like it all. I think it all just comes together really well. And this is like Capcom at the absolute Again, thing. you know, funny for an offshoot. You know, funny for something that wasn't even meant to be what it is. But mm. it just shows that you have a slightly good idea. That's stolen, it's you know, got a really good something. soundtrack as well. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> really good. It's, the, it's yeah. like... Uh, there's a lot of orchestral stuff yeah um, and like weird kind of like choral voices in the background yeah. and mm. it really really fits the location but then the when stuff's attacking you oh yeah 
it has this it does play this tune all the time it's just it like turns, it, turns it suddenly switches to like it's like metal a guitars syntho, syntho rock type yeah. thing but you know yeah we like it's, it's good quality. and it's me, on, the soundtrack is actually on Spotify mm. is it? yeah are you serious? so you need to get on that I'm listening um, to it and uh, a lot of it it's got the Japanese titles and then what must be a translation yeah. I had to mention this because it's just funny it made me laugh it's yeah. kind of childish yeah um one of the best tracks, uh, which I think is one of the ones where you're fighting yeah. enemies, is called Red Hot Juice. <laughs> oh, no! Red Hot Juice. Like. Uh, but the, these two are obviously just mistranslated. Mm-hmm. One of them's called Flock Off. <laughs> <laughs> Flock Off Birds. <laughs> and, and, and then Pubic Enemy. Ooh. Pubic Enemy! <laughs> flock Off, you pubic so enemy. So that's like a Spotify typo where it's been it sounds, mistranslated. sounds like a Flock of the Seagulls album, doesn't it? Flock off. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they tried to call it Public Enemy, but then Public Enemy were a bit annoyed today. So, so they changed it to Cubic <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, it's it's a nice mix of like heavy guitars and then atmospheric orchestral stuff. That's oh yeah, yeah. And, you know, it is. It, it really, really nice. does. It's it's a gorgeous. You know, when I thought, it's when you're on um, outside Malay Malay Island and you're, I'm just trying to kneel you, Malay. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it is some of the prettiest graphics I'd ever seen in a video mm. game. And not, none of us were reading them apart from maybe Adrian was, were like PC gamers, so we hadn't seen like gorgeous, gorgeous no, graphics on the console before. That's true. And just having, as you, as that first moment you're running around the up outside the, of the island. Yeah, it just kind of dumps you there, doesn't it? Trish wow. jumps about 100 feet in the air and just leaves you. Mm. And then it's up to you to make your way. I've got some, I've got some, yes. cho- I've got some choice words for her. Trish. Oh, yeah, lock off, Trish. Lock off, Trish. <laughs> How much detail are you going to go into on like the level, later levels? Because the I'm not going to the end actually. levels where it's like the insides of when you go down into the underworld. Oh man, it's, it's, it's almost like the insides of some ooh. demon. It's a bit like there's like a like, giant beast. It's like the upside down, and, isn't it? Like maybe, maybe, and you have to like cut through the like fleshy membrane. It's really, it's really, really quite a lot like yeah. some things. Um, but yeah, it's very cool. It is very, very cool. Very cool. But then I say they they did that kind of gothic and then like other world kind mm. of thing. Um, yeah, I think this is more like just like a general kind of praising of the game as opposed to a level by level. Yeah, yeah. Takedown. I decided to mention that because it's but very, it's got... different from the rest of the game. The rest of it is mostly castle setting. Yes, and then castle those setting. later levels. Yeah. It's yeah, they, they make they. I think they made a point of making the underworld look very different. Yes. Rather than just like a darker, grimier version of the mm. real world. No, fair play to him. But it's, yeah, it's for it. I never got to that bit. I, I literally got to the bit where you got your flame hands. I just ran out of time to play it, really. You were just walking around with these flame hands. Yeah, yeah, so like, I don't need to get any further. Right, flame hands. Hand. <laughs> I'm happy with this. Flame hands. I'm home now. Flame yeah. hands. <laughs> but how much you can get it for? Like a pound? A pound uh, we're sitting here. I've got all three of the original games in front of me. One of them's yours, but... Devil May Cry cost me 99p. Huh. 99p. Complete people. inbox, manual, is all shiny and lovely and nice. And that's like 16 years old. 99p. But that's what you get because if someone sold 3 million copies, you're not going to be that's shy it. of a copy. Mm, and you can pick it. it up for, you know, the PS2 is still a great console. Mm. You know, listeners. This is still a great game and it still looks great and it yeah. still plays great. Well, I think I There's say, no reason yeah. not to play it now. Absolutely. I say to our listeners, if you've never played it, play it. Mm. If you played it back in the day, play it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just and also, um, if you're a fan of games like Bayonetta, which Ooh, yeah, yeah. 
that well that this is I reckon this is the start of that kind of gameplay mm. third person action that stylish yeah, thank you. hack and slash fighting mm-hmm. um, you know emphasis on combos and style points and all that kind of stuff it's the whole point of computer games to like let the user do something they'd never do mm. like you know take it out you know now it's more like oh, okay you can be a soldier or you can be everything <laughs> You can be a thing. A thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's the Hey Arnoldization of video games. What I mean by that is... I'm glad you're going on to explain it. Yes, please. What I mean by that is, you look at the like 70s 70s cartoons, all kind of goofy and kind of like funny Hanna-Barbera stuff. 80s cartoons, all action set in space, all the kind of hypothetical medieval fairy tale stuff. Or created to sell toys. Yeah, and that kind of stuff... Like, you know, Transformers, He-Man, yep. even My Little Pony, if you really want to get onto it. But then in the 90s, you have Hey Arnold cartoons, like, ooh, it's these kids in school. Who cares? Yeah. Like, is, yeah. That's true. The best 90s cartoons were the weird ones, like it's, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. yeah. Or Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, or, the really bizarre stuff. Yeah, or the Cartoon Network stuff. So this is like, Devil May Cry is like a Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, what's Hey Arnold then? What game's like Hey Arnold? Um, hey Arnold, the video game? Duty or something? Call of Duty. Call of Duty is like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm gonna be a soldier. <laughs> Let's make this realistic. Uh, we have to... Uh, make it really, exactly. Like, you have to walk around like a person. <laughs> you have to shoot a gun like a person. <laughs> it's like, Devil May Cry is like, you're gonna be a demon. You're gonna run around. Yeah. You're gonna jump. You're gonna roll. You're gonna use guns and swords at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and this is what you know. For me, this is what video games should be like. And you know, we'll get on to what I think about current gen games in another. That's podcast. the thing, though. On its most basic level, it's fun. Mm. Fun. Yeah, you don't have to be good at it. I mean, you might not get very far, but it's fun. People want to be Dante. It's like yeah. now it's said that like Dante is like one of the coolest. I've, I have a he few is. qualms with some of the voice acting in latest, oh, latest okay, games, yeah. but. It's he's now he's cool. He maybe he cool. kind of is maybe of his time. Ah. The long leather trench coat. Like if we're thinking two thousand and one, before just before Post-Matrix. that blade, just before that Neo in the Matrix, long leather trench coat. He's a bit bad now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I still think he's cool, but then I'm a bit retro. He's cool retro. So yeah, X Men. X Men. X Men. The cartoon. I love the comparison. Love the cartoon. Yeah, see, but you wanted to be all the X Men in the mm. cartoon. When you're watching, you're like, yeah, yeah. like Devil May Cry. Like, yeah. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like Devil May Cry. Like, yeah. So <laughs> that's what it's about. Even like the opening of the game before, like before the title screen, and it shows you him like firing his guns. He's like, "Let's rock, baby." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the Duke Nukem with a sword, isn't he? He's a bit. He's always up for a party. Yeah, he's always up for a party. Ooh. Dante. Those two would get on, wouldn't they? They would. Get on like a, you don't even want to invite them to your house because you house, imagine your house would be flat. <laughs> it would they just be like, "Bye, house. <laughs> See you later." Uh, so I might as well sign off with a few bits of trivia then. Oh, go on, after bit. after um, a, bit of, a bit of Devil May Cry before I go into the sequels. Um, yeah, the whole the whole point that it didn't fit into the Resident Evil world mm. apparently 
was because Mikami thought it was too cool. <laughs> too cool? What? <laughs> it was too cool. Resident, Resident Evil was cool. Evil. Yeah, but see, Resident Evil mm. is actually more be like, you're a police officer. <laughs> you got yeah, to take down zombies. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was still a bit more like, yeah, zombies aren't a, a natural occurrence. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is like supernatural yeah. stuff where I suppose Resident Evil is supposed to be explained by science and viruses. It's science and, and viruses. Medical experiments. And herbs. And herbs. <laughs> and like... Stop using that voice when talking about Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> But it's you know it's true it was just too cool apparently too um, cool yeah <laughs> too cool for so Tony didn't really fit with the whole coolness kind of theme no. so you know he chose Dante he did choose Dante there's a I did oh I thought I wrote down why he chose Dante but I didn't Sorry. isn't it it's very loose to Dante's Inferno it's a poem, That's it, yeah it's very loosely based on Dante's Inferno mm. like Dante's some of like the names of characters and stuff like that there we do you want to know a little bit of trivia about Dante's Inferno oh, oh yes please there is an unreleased Jaguar game called Dante's Inferno no way I kid you not is it one of hundreds of unreleased Jaguar yeah, games? It's unreleased. You could be making that up. <laughs> no, there might be no evidence for that. I need, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be pretty good as well. So, the, with the screenshots and stuff. So, I might do some more digging around on that bad boy and get back to you guys. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell us a bit of like, trivia on the actual book. Oh, so did I. I was like, wow. If it ain't Jaguar, I'm not bothered, man. AIDS <laughs> literary corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, a few more facts then before we go about Devil May Cry. Uh, the difficulty was intentional. Ooh. Mm. According to Kamiya, who called it his challenge to those who played light casual games. Hello! Or <laughs> <laughs> well, people like me who play games on easy. Although, when I, when I first bought it, oh my God, like 16 years ago, yeah. I did stick with it. It wasn't, mm. obviously, you know, it was hard, but... It's not stupidly long either. I think, no. when I, I played it through recently for the podcast, Four hours, I think it? it was Play-through? about five hours, yeah. yeah. So you get, you get a decent... A decent bit of game There's no there. time to get bored. Yeah, mm. decent bit of game. Um, obviously, we touched on Dante being modelled around John Taylor. Mm. Last bit of trivia then that I have. Go pretty on. good one, actually, right? The whole concept of the gameplay came about from a bug in Onimusha. The a first bug? one. A yeah. bug in okay. Onimusha. Oh, I know this. Yeah, no, sorry, I did read you're, this. You're, I know what you're going to say. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. It's to, to do with juggling enemies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can... Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they did it so that when they, when they were making Onimusha, um, you could keep enemies in the in air, air by yeah. continually slashing them with your sword. Onimusha is a badass, badass game oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's so, future pod- Future podcast on Onimusha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but really, that's basically where he got that whole thing. So... They thought, okay, well, juggling enemies, let's throw some guns, let's throw in a you know, yeah. better sword. Fire hands equals Devil May Cry. So, yeah. So, Devil, so every awesome game deserves a <laughs> sequel. Sequel, Rob. Sequel time. Sequel. So, like, Keith, you said that uh, <laughs> the Devil May Cry is Capcom's peak. You say no, this... no, I said it was Capcom at their peak. <clears throat> okay. I didn't say it was their best game, but they were top yeah. of their game at this but time. Would you say Devil May Cry 2 is Dante's peak? He went there. Oh my god, we went, no, we went no, almost no. half an hour without a Dante's peak. That's, that's good, actually. That's, yeah, we, that's good for us. We would have made that joke <laughs> like in the first five minutes. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so Devil May Cry 2. Mm. Right, so just as a comparison, Rob, and Dante- for the benefit... Oh no, it hasn't got a subtitle, is it, this one? It's just Dante, uh, Devil May Cry 2. It's just called Devil May Cry 2. Um, yeah. So, the Metacritic for this, 68 out of 100 across all reviews. Yeah, it was. Panned it was. Panned. 
Why was it panned? Adrian's looking at me all quizzical. I haven't actually played Devil, Wars, Devil May Cry 2, so I don't really know. But I assume maybe it's just more of the same. They didn't really try and evolve it. Or is that it? Is this... no, 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 it's not. When you have like a number two that gets panned, think of Mario, think of Castlevania. So we say change up the format drastically and uh, no one likes it. Super Mario Brothers 2, man. Seriously. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. So it wasn't more of the same. No. Oh. They didn't play it safe then. That's what I thought. Maybe they just played it too safe. What's one of the things I hate most in the world? Um, um, Name some things I hate. Acclaim. Yeah, okay, acclaim. You don't like it. Derby County. Derby County, yeah. You don't particularly <laughs> like... Um... Complicated controls? Complicated controls? Yeah. Surveys. <laughs> I cannot stand surveys. <clears throat> I do a job where I have to offer people survey all the flipping time. <laughs> right? And I, I'm like, what? I wouldn't even do one of these. So, so they, Capcom did some surveys, right? Mm. So what did people say? What did their survey say? Survey said... Too hard. Boom. Well, there you Sur- go. Rob survey touched said on it. More action. Rob touched on it. The f- the main, the mm. main I think, bugbear that reviewers had about Devil May Cry 2 is it's too easy. They made it easy because people said it was too hard. Come on. <laughs> me, me who wasn't even a great gamer back in the day, stuck with the first one and completed it. Yeah. How, you know, how was that too easy? I don't get it. I think mm. I'm, I'm quite a good kind of... Watermark for. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time games. to spend on complicated games, Dylan. Like, that's probably what they said. Like, I just want to know, play through and enjoy this more, man. Why do I keep dying? I don't like dying. <laughs> I want to be able to kill more stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's crap that I can continue from the last restart thing. Was, well, okay. was it a focus group or a survey? Surveys, I think. Uh. Um, I have to get actual details of the actual surveys for you because I know you're a businessman. You like to know these things. Uh, so th- that was the first thing. Um, the other thing is, that I didn't really touch on the camera in the first game. Oh, yeah. The camera is kind of, it does that weird thing where there's loads of fixed cameras at certain mm. points. And when you go over certain axes, then it kind it of, switches. one camera pans yeah. and then it switches to another one. Mm. I really like it. There's actually, the way they've done it in the first game, there's not many times that, that you can miss. That yeah, you can it miss doesn't get in the way too much. It doesn't really it? get in no. the way at all. Why didn't they keep the same camera system, right? What happened was actually, the team, uh, who made the first one weren't involved with the second one. In fact, mm. development of the second game started without them. They got binned off. Mm. They made this awesome game, and Capcom and didn't think it. I, I don't know about sort of Japanese business decisions. Sometimes we talk about Sega in Japan quite a lot. We haven't really talked about Capcom in Japan's decisions, but that's a, that's a pretty you know it's that's strange pretty one. bad. Yeah, I suspect. Strange. They would have been asked to work on something else if Devil May Cry is considered Possible. a success. Yeah, my sources don't say that they were working on anything else, but yeah, but apparently what it says is about by the time it, by the time production started, they'd already got they got a new producer in, new team. Um, this mm. one was made by a guy <laughs> called <laughs> bringing it out Hideaki Itsuono. Oh my pronunciation. Sorry, Japanese listeners. I'm really bad on pronunciation. But yeah, so in actually, um, Itsuono is, was credited as the producer, but it was actually started by an unnamed producer. Oh, took their name off the project. They took their name off the project. So they, Capcom got someone else to do it, unnamed. Still to this day, don't know who it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird, right? Uh, and then this Itsuono guy finished off. So yeah, the camera, he chose, was one that was more kind of up with the action, but still kind of zoomed out. Mm. It leads to 
a couple of weird things in the game. So you can walk behind pillars and stuff and lose Dante. Yeah. Like you wander around and you like won't really want to know what's going on. Enemies and stuff. Well, it's not you have to work with like enemies hiding and stuff. But when you can't see what your own guy is doing, yeah. when he's attacking stuff behind pillars, it's mm. problematic. So people had a bit of a go at it. The levels are way too big. They're massive. So the, the levels in the first game were really good. They were yeah. really compact, really kind of action. Oh, then you kind of break. Oh, did the boss. Okay. Mm. Had a little bit of a break. Save it. Go on. Yeah. Devil May Cry 2, right? I think I wrote down here. The levels are nine times bigger than in the first game. What? Oh, so it would take nine times as long. Like what Rob said, when there's a sec- when there's a sequel to something and someone tries to do something <laughs> different, they're like, we've got to do it bigger. Bigger and better. we got to do it yeah. badder. Mm. we got to do it... Ugh. Nine times? Make it easier. So it, like... How it's long- too long. They're too long. So, so how long does it take you to get through a level on number one versus mm. number two? Uh, on the first one, you can rattle off a level in about three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I took a bit longer because smash it. I said about five, six runs. If it's one, yeah, if it's one, you've got to get a, a key and then or yeah. uh, we'll go into the uh, smack a thing and then go into the cellar to beat loads of marines to open something else. Then yeah, those can take about ten minutes. Maybe yeah. these can go like upwards of those are like the longer ones. Like the first couple of levels of these, they were like about ten, fifteen minutes long each. And could you in the first game you can only save the game at the end of each level? Are you telling me yeah. you can only save the game after you complete the level? Yeah, it's got the same save system, oh, isn't it? You got, I think you've got you've got um. I think the the thingies actors restart points. I'm not sure now. I played the first couple. You of don't have. I think if you one, die, sure you don't. Remember now. Yeah, if you die, you don't have to start the level from the beginning. You just no. start from the when the neck from the the, 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 the wave maybe. Thing, oh, okay. I think in the second one. So at least you don't start. If you man, if you started from the beginning of each level on this, I'd be really yeah. annoyed. But it is really easy. Like I picked up Devil May Cry two the other day. And I was rattling through it, and I hadn't played a Devil May Cry game in years, and it is, it's noticeably easier. The first game actually had a, a hidden, a hidden, I say in speech marks, option, where if you're really naff at the first couple of levels, it opens up an easy automatic mode. Hmm. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. you just hold, you can hold the button down. And you can just hold the button down, it does, and... it does all the combos and everything, it does the auto aim and everything, it's brilliant. Mm. So you can just walk the game through <laughs> with that. Um, it's like Devil May Cry 2 is the easy automatic mode oh, on that. No. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, but I still think it's a pretty decent game. It's still, it's still fun. It is still fun. There's a couple of things that I, that they added that I like. I like the wall running. The wall running is the fun. So running it's basically like cool. Assassin's Creed kind of running, yeah. well, Prince of Persia run, yeah. running on the wall. He can run straight thing. up and he can kind of yeah. run along the wall. One, One of the buttons is now a permanent stuff. roll button. Yeah, yeah they so died they, about the they way. They ditched. Yeah. What button did they ditched? They the... switched the jump button around because yeah. because that was the one, that's the one weird thing about the first game, and you can't change the controls. Triangle on the PS2 controller is jump. Yeah, which is, is it, weird. Yeah, sword. I think you can change it, or was it square? <laughs> no, I don't know. Was it circle? It's that was a bold statement, it's wasn't it? But, no, but I'm not sure. But the jump, but the, <laughs> the the roll in the first game, you had to hold down R1 and then sort of press left and right and then press. Yeah, triangle was jump. Triangle was circle jump. was yeah. sword or punch kick attack. And, they they switched yeah they they changed that yeah. up later thankfully yeah so when they when they did the button rehash for Devil May Cry two mm. then yeah they had that in as well um you you haven't asked me about the the plot Rob you haven't asked me about the plot about Devil May Cry two <laughs> I quickly go into it it's not great um it's set in the fictional city of Via de Male what's the translation of that I don't know I think they just made it up <laughs> <laughs> Via de Male um, so Dante and Lucia, who's another it's Lucia, isn't it? Lu- Lu- Lucia, yes, I know. Stop, I know. 
Are you, am I treading all over your jokes? You, I just, I don't know. I, was joke, I said Lucia Lee doesn't matter. Oh, anyway. damn it. Sorry, I'll just shut Lucia, up. Lucia. Um, in their fight to stop an evil businessman. Ooh. 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 Is he trying to take over Dante's business or drive him out of business or something? Uh, no. Um, this guy wants to raise the demon tags. Argo Sax. Argo Tax. I don't know whether that's right or not. Argo Sax. Their businessman is called Arius. It's all very bad. Why can't they just have be called Mike or Dan or something? Mike's a good you know? businessman. Mike, why can't Probably we be... a bad experience with the whole Tony backlash. In the I first don't know. Game. Yeah, I don't know, man. That could but have been his name. Tony, no, Tony, he was <laughs> this close. Backlash. Dante was this close to being called Tony, right? Yeah. Tony backlash. Yeah. So, in fact, the, the Metacritic of 68... So he's got just got to take down the businessman. That's basically the plot. Basically pretty boring. But what it allows is, obviously, the first game was just in Castle. Hmm. Slash Underworld. Underworld, yeah. This one is in the town. Oh. So you're out about in the town. So good times in the town. Man on the town. Man on the town. <laughs> <laughs> Dante isn't as cocky as he was before. Oh. People, people like... didn't like this, did they? This is one of the things people didn't it's like odd... about the second game. He's it's... very serious. It's odd because you're like, game. oh, you know, sometimes you think, oh, I wish he was a bit more humble, you know, I showed a bit more humility. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you don't. You really don't because he's a demon hunter. Yeah. He needs to be he's cocky. Badass. He's more, he's kind of, he's a bit more depressed. He doesn't say he? as much. He doesn't say as much. But what about the property damage? Yeah. Uh, My insurance does... premiums have got right <laughs> insurance up. Premiums. I think it was just really, yeah, like, naffed off. Oh, we he's... didn't mention that he changes the name of his business at the end of does the it? first game, does it? Well, when, uh, the, we won't, like, explain all of the ending of the first one. No, it's, but leave people to, he, to, he says to yeah. Trish's crying, doesn't she, isn't she? And he says, devils never cry. <laughs> and so they change the name of the business to devil never cry. <laughs> so to be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon he should have changed the name to, um, angels will laugh. That'd be like, oh, <laughs> Angels will laugh. <laughs> Rob got it. <laughs> yeah, the devil, the devil never cry thing didn't because really. he got because they kind of go into business together, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah devil never. Are they cry. rival businesses now? Can you imagine? But you never got to play as Trish. No, no, you? no, you didn't. No. And with her crazy jump, that she can jump like a whole building. That's true. You never got to play her. That would have been fun. Oh, come on, Capcom. Spin-off game. Spin-off game. <clears throat> I don't know. Actually, I'll play. She's definitely not in four. She's not in that reboot. Yeah, no, I don't think you can play as Trish. But in I'm the second game, in the second game, you can play as Lucia. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's, it's, it's the Italian pronunciation. Yeah, it's Lucia. There's a disc for Dante and a disc for Lucia. Oh, we like that. Yeah. Which is cheap oh. because they could have whacked it on one disc. Yeah, <laughs> the reason they did that. it. The reason they did it on two discs was to make it look like they did more. So you, actually, you know that for a fact? Or? I know that for a fact. All right. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Do you have to play as both to finish the game, or can you do either? No, basically, you can complete the whole game as Dante, and then if you want to play around with Lucia's... Yeah, just um, different moves. and Same levels, slightly yeah. different. <laughs> I didn't even play as her, my life's like, boring. Uh, hmm. yeah. Would you want to play as Trish, then? Yeah. Okay. But someone get Trish in this game, right? <laughs> so, yeah, 60. The, so, some people actually do give it like 80s and stuff, but uh, some people will not <clears> not so Not so complimentary <laughs> towards it. Um, yeah, Keith mentioned earlier, you can run up walls. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Which is just pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, the It was harder, actually, to get good style ratings in Devil May Cry 2. So even yeah. though the game's easier, it's actually really punishing when it comes to the whole D to S thing. 
which mm. is a shame. Which is a shame because you know we want to get some S's on the board, get some showtimes. Yeah. They changed the, the letters as well. They're not the letters. They changed the words. Oh, no. They For some did. reason, I, I, when I, I only played the first couple of levels, and I kept getting D's. So all I kept seeing was don't, don't worry, don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, Keith. Don't worry. <laughs> Instead of dull, it was, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Dull is dishwater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this game had a sponsorship deal with Diesel. Oh God! Like, oh, do you want me to mention that now? I want to mention that. Now, like, did you have that? Yeah, I actually had this. I've only just only because it's on the box Diesel. and it's on both discs. Diesel jeans. So yeah, so Does he wear jeans because of this style thing, mm. because of this relentless pursuit of style. Capcom decided it was best to partner with Diesel. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, that makes um, no sense. Surely they should <laughs> choose a company that begins with S. Apparently, Diesel did, did, does have a history of working with game developers. First, I've heard of this. First and only thing I've if ever heard so. of this. Uh, it's Dante and Lucia actually wearing Diesel clothes. <laughs> groan. <laughs> Serious. Oh, groan, groan, groan. <clears throat> and yeah, so in Diesel stores across Japan only, I think, Dante and Lucia were... Modern. Check out a range nice. of long trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> trench coats. Yeah, yeah. In it's... fact, you can actually, uh, even though it doesn't say it on his initial costume, you can unlock a costume with Diesel. Oh, my oh wow. God. Yeah, I'll definitely be doing that. It makes you want to play Devil May Cry two more, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just. I think, yeah, it was. The, the second listing is listed as a, a cheap way for the developers to, to increase replay value. Mm. But it was hardly a zapping system. <laughs> yeah. Our GameSpot chose Devil May Cry 2 as the most disappointing game of 2003. Ooh. Wow. That's bad, isn't it? It's not good. Um, UGO Networks ranked Devil May Cry 2 19th on its list of the biggest disappointments in video games <laughs> ever. It's difficult, though, isn't it? The first one was so good and so universally praised. Yeah. It's always hard for a sequel to. So you think it would have sold pretty rubbishly? No. Well, it's got a good name though, didn't it? Behind it, it sold one point seven million copies. Yeah, that's not bad. bad. <clears throat> Which is why you can pick up a copy for two pounds because it's took quite a lot of those. <laughs> but it's less. It's just over half the original. That's not good. If you're banned no, in your second album, of, yeah, fifty yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. So every kind of best best selling game deserves, deserves a <laughs> sequel. Yeah, it does. So, Devil May Cry 3, Dante's Awakening, Ooh. which I don't think any of you have played, so I'm going I've to have to give you... I've got it, I just didn't get a chance to play it before. You've got the special past. edition, I think. Have you? No, I don't think so. Oh, no, you've, no, you've got the... Oh. Well, the back oh, of the box no. says, online-enabled Monster Hunter demo included in pack. Right, so Ooh. there are two versions of Devil May Cry 3. There's the one that Keith's holding, which is very fun. Um, there's the one I've got, which is... The special edition, edition, which is not where... fun. <laughs> that ah, is fun. Ah. Oh, oh. Ah, it has a certain tang. Um, <laughs> Devil May Cry Three is not is not uh, made by the same guys as Devil May Cry One. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what those guys what did to doing? piss people off at Capcom. Yeah. I have, you know, who knows. So anyway, um, it was. I don't actually have the name of the producer. But, oh, oh God, Tsuyoshi Tanaka. Tanaka-san. Yeah, he came in with his team and he said, we're going to bring it back to its roots. Ooh. We're going to take Devil May Cry uh, 3 back to its roots. And it did. It's, it's pretty much, it's as fun and hard Ooh. as the first one. That's good. Yeah. Is it supposed to be like a prequel Because he's, he's, kind of, he's a younger Dante, isn't he? Than in the yes. second one. I think it might be. <clears throat> but the plot, I don't really know if it was a prequel or a sequel, but okay. the plot, the plot is thus follows. 
building up the suspense. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I'm looking Dramatic at pause. why you do the... Oh, I ruined the suspense. Ruined the suspense. So basically, Dante has gone back to his shop route. So he's no longer a... Back to the shop floor. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't want to work from home anymore, like the second one. <laughs> he's, he's, thinking, he's thinking he needs a new shop. So he's opened up a new shop. It's pretty nice. It's got pool table. What's it called? It's got Duke Cops. Ah, here we go. This is funny, right? He makes a point at saying in the first opening sequence that he hasn't even named the shop yet. Oh. But I'm thinking he's going to call it Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a funny feeling, you know. The devil, the devil never cried thing still doesn't work. No. But so you know, he's just chilling. And all so of a sudden, before the first one, then set before the first one, if he hasn't named it yet. Ah, okay. yeah, so that that's a, that. There you go. That, we're putting it together. Yeah. We're putting it together, right? So he's he's a bit because he he's a bit more like young. He's yeah, he's younger. younger and... He's younger. He's a bit more hip. Um, he's topless as you do. You is just he, sit around. Topless. Is he cocky again? He's cocky. He's cocky again. Mm, you yeah. like cocky? He throws pizza in the air. <laughs> Like and catches it and eats it. I've worked with like Walter White, chucks it on the roof. What is the thing? No, because <laughs> he catches it in his mouth in his hand. No, what happens is he's attacked by random monster, as you do in, in his line of work. Attacked by a random monster, pizza goes flying. Pizza then lands back down and he catches it and eats it. Oh. But it's actually evil bald man who then summons loads of monsters and things. You, you're trying <coughs> to work out what the hell's going on, you know. What what has Dante done? Really, to deserve all of this, he's trying to make a new shop. He's trying to make a new business. Well, he's used hair straighteners, judging by the back. <laughs> so, like you can tell, when Abbas came out because he looks just like a member of Busted as hair. Slash kind of, My Chemical Romance, like no, maybe not. Sla- my, slash yeah, um, maybe. Fallout Boy. Yeah. No, slash. I think My Chemical Romance is probably yeah. closer. There you slash go. like it would have been like he's in a K-pop band. It would have been exactly around mm. that that kind of time. So yeah. Um, mm. He it all focuses on the relationship between him and Trish. his no 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 brother brother Virgil <laughs> Virgil Virgil Van Dyke I thought his brother was dead Virgil Van Dyke ah, ah so this shows you this you must go to Liverpool no I must stay at Southampton well this is the thing we're going to let listeners pick up these games and enjoy the story without us ruining it all but yeah so so. Virgil, bits of it. like if if we think Dante's a good guy and he's like you know, uh, you know, becoming demon hunter and all yeah, yeah. um Virgil is not great. Virgil mm. is Virgil is, is he the nerdy? Is he older brother? Virgil's like summoning up evil spirits. Mm. He's there's a bit the the first bit of the game, which is not is a bit of a spoiler alert, but. Dante smashes up all these monsters. They're constantly coming at me. He has to throw the pool table at them and everything. And, you know, the whole thing is a mess. He goes outside of the office. The whole office crumbles down. And he's like, you guys got to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, he's, he's back to his cock, you know, cocky, cocky Dante. He's back, right? Yeah. Uh, but, and then all of a sudden, after these monsters appear, he's just in a normal town. Uh, and then this kind of evil tower kind of rises through, mm. you know... A bit like a bit like a a bit like a fatberg, a bit like a fatberg sort of rising up and smashing everything. <laughs> and on top of the fatberg is Virgil talking to his baldy um, henchman. Um, I'm not going to think about baldies, by the way. I am bald. I just like to use, <laughs> I just like to I just like to use the word bald. Uh, not by George Costanza standards. I don't um, know. No, Jason Alexander. Cut. No, I'm thinking Larry David. You want? Are you part considered part of the bald community yet? I don't know. Like, um, I think both of them would. Con- if if I showed them my my top sort of crowning bit, they would consider me in. Mm. So, I don't know you, yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, come on. I love baldies. Anyway, so <laughs> so Virgil's standing on there, and like Dante's like, 
Oh, you've got a party plan for me, haven't you, Virgil? So basically, he just goes, it's just like, you know, Virgil summoning all these monsters and Dante sort of, you know, chasing after him. And it's pretty, it is really good. The special edition is, it's a bit odd because. Why is it special? It's special because you can play as Virgil. Oh. But the okay. same levels. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really odd. So you get, a, you get a different cutscene at the beginning. So you get, um, Virgil talking to his henchmen, mm. and then it gives you a bit a bit of a segue into the plot, and then it just plays Dante's levels, but you as Virgil doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't make any sense no. except being a hell of a lot more fun. Oh, okay. I'll go into that. In a bit. Right. So yeah, so Dante, the camera. Mm. I'll go along with that. This is the first thing that naturally springs to mind. They now have got a dynamic camera that pretty much keeps you in the shot at all time, regardless of where you are. Okay, cool. And and the bad guy who you're targeting or something. So it's a lot more close up. Mm. It's I think they should have just grabbed the camera from the first, first one. But it's a bit more it's a bit more kind of in your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super difficult. It's like crazy difficult. I, I unlocked the easy automatic mode within the first couple of like ten minutes of playing it. It was like well mm-hmm. it was like, Do you want to play the easy mode? And yeah. I, <laughs> yes, I was like, Yes, please. <laughs> Thank um, you. Couple of other differences. The, well, actually, the, the combat system allows four different combat styles. Ooh. I think it's slightly unnecessary, but it, it adds a bit more variety. So you've got, you can choose, I've got them written down. Hold on. Ninja? Someone sing whilst they Ninja. find it. Ninja? Um, no, no. Trickster? No, Trickster. Trickster, you're not Tony Hawks or anything. Not Tony, Hawk, <laughs> Tony Hawks, right? Um, Tony's Hawk. Tony's Hawk. Tony's Hawk. Um, so it kind of improves your dodging and, and agility. You've got Swordmaster, if you want to be badass with the old sword. You've mm. got Gunslinger, if you want to nice. improve your firearm skills. And you've got Royal Guard, which I think is the one that I found the most uh, helpful because you can repel attacks by sort of charging up energy. People come out and you just go, boom! <laughs> and they just kind of go into it. So, Good. yeah, that, that was my favourite. And later on in the game, which I didn't get very far or up to, you can apparently get Quicksilver, uh, which is you can slow down enemies Ooh. Uh, whilst, obviously, you're just attacking normal speed. And you've got Doppelganger. Oh. Uh, did I pronounce that right, Keith? Doppelganger? <laughs> um, so you actually create a double of yourself, and it fights with you. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice. Right. Never got that far. So the game is super hard. You may never get that far. But I think actually it's the best two. I think it's the best game you can buy for two pounds. Hmm? I'm gonna put it out there. Um, In all the PS2 games you can get for two pounds, this is the one that if you've not got it, you need to have it. It's super fun. But you could buy two copies of Devil May Cry for two pounds. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could have double fun with that. Ooh, that's a good, you actually raised the, <laughs> a good point. Um, so yeah, it's. I think it's the best game you can get for two pounds. The it's. Another thing about the difficulty, apparently, the Japanese version is easier. Oh. I know, they actually made, because Japanese gamers want something easier that they oh. can play through, so it was easier. Uh, is that like an actual, did they do another survey on They that? actually, they did a yeah, survey. Have a survey. <laughs> <laughs> they did Japanese survey, like, do you guys want to make it easy for you? They were like, yes, yes, please. Hmm. They were like, arigato. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Keith loved a bit of that. Dangerous territory. IGN, no, arigato, I thought that was pretty good pronunciation. Good. Yeah. Uh, IGN gave it 9.6 out of 10. Deserved. Okay. Yeah, it's back to its best. Metacritic, 84 out of 100. We'll mm. take it. 
So that's basically all I want to say about those three. There are there is Devil May Cry four on the Xbox three sixty, which I think everyone should pick up. Have you played that then? I used to have it. Very good. Okay. Game. I've never played it. Very good game. It's it's got. A nice difficulty curve. You can play a lot more of it before it gets really super solid. Okay. So that's good. There's, they did, uh, like a, I want to say, I don't know what it was. I've only played the demo of it, just called DMC. It was a reboot. A reboot. Mm. A reboot. It didn't really, it's just, I don't think it's a thing that needed reboot, but it got, it got one anyway. Yeah. For what console? I've played that, uh, well, the, was it PS3? PS3 and 360. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was lost. Download the demo for anyone who's got. Is there any DLCs on the DMC? (laughs) Thankfully not. (laughs) OMG. (laughs) OMG. Right. So, yeah, pick it up because play the demo of that because it is ridiculous. That whole ripping, um, that tower thing that comes out through the ground in Devil May Cry 3, it's like they're taking it to another. The whole, the whole. Town sort of rips apart in this demo. It, as looks, you're, it looks pretty mental. As you're jumping around and yeah. smashing everything up, it's crazy. My hands actually almost fell off after playing it. Well, because mm. the vibrate the because it was because it required so much oh, jumping right, sorry, and yeah. slashing and ridiculousness. You know, it's got kind of different powers again to master as well, isn't it? Yeah, different powers again and things. But that's where that's where the series has really been. Left, they really, but they changed the look of him completely, didn't they? Had dark hair now, had short and, dark hair, yeah. mm. like you, Keith. <laughs> they like surveyed. Easy. They surveyed you, didn't they? <coughs> Not so bad. <laughs> they surveyed. A, we surveyed one guy. and We wanted to know about the look that yeah. Dante should have, or yeah, don't even know if he's <laughs> their sample was quite small, but they wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> but we got very precise answers. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I think Devil May Cry could easily become a film. Make a film out of it. Someone who, who would play the main dude then? I don't think there's an actor cool enough no, to play. No, it's too him. hard. Or, um, It'd have I'm, to be an unknown. I'm thinking Liam Hemsworth could maybe do with a bit of a wig on. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. He's, he's not even the coolest of the Hemsworth. He's the least interesting Hemsworth. <laughs> but he's, I know, oh, the Hemsworth. least interesting one is the one in Westworld. Who's oh, that? yeah, there's another one, isn't there? How what? many Hemsworths are there? Have they just cloned <laughs> the same guy? Three minimum that we know there's, of. Yeah, three that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> three that we know of. Three minimum. Oh, my God. Anyway, but... I, oh, yeah, I think it'd be too hard to try and cast it. No. Also, I'm not sure if it maybe it's missed its opportunity. Yeah, that's another maybe thing. Like maybe early to mid two thousands would have been the perfect time. The yeah. game was still massive, mm. and that style as well was still. I don't know. We've talked about licensed games before. I think mm. it's better when they aren't tied to a specific point in time because that way you can do anything you want with them. Mm. You aren't tied to yeah. like you know having to make them. I guess it's usually the other way around, but films based on games, similar kind of thing. They either throw out too much or they try and keep it too faithful. Yeah, yeah. Well, good point. Well, we'll see anyway. I don't think it's going to happen, but no. apparently, I don't know, Fred, there is a Devil May Cry 5 about, but <clears throat> I, haven't heard, I haven't seen anything. What, in development? In dev, in concept, in some ways, in someone's head. Maybe, it might just, maybe just in my head. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. They could. They wouldn't need a Hollywood actor. They could make a Japanese action film mm. with someone yeah. as Dante. True story. Yeah. I'm surprised, considering they've made obviously they made a Final Fantasy CG films. Uh, they made Resident Evil CG films. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do that back then. Yeah, with Dante, because that would have probably the had first it, had game it sold three market. million copies. Yeah. like it mm. was. It was prime. It was prime for someone to do it. No one did. He's it. a good character to build something like that around as well. I think he is. So yeah, it's well, a shame. Final question. Yeah. If a young Dante came to you and was looking for a, uh, a some investment for his business, yeah, you know, like a business angel, let's say, 
So you can understand the pun. Yeah. Would you would you fund him? Would you invest in his would would I, in Dragon's Den style? Mm, it really depends because <clears throat> what he's doing really is pro bono work. <laughs> Yeah, um, I never see. I, you don't see him get paid at all. No, yeah, he never actually. I'm not sure how much more I'd see on my investment. <laughs> <laughs> you could license the brand to other demon hunters. You a franchise, could. franchise, franchise devil may yeah, cry. You could, you could. Um... But then if you'd have lots of franchises, also not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> the brand would be strong. Yeah. Think of the brand. <laughs> it's all t-shirts. Well, Amazon, Amazon didn't make a profit for years. They just built up the brand. They're, it's going to take a while. Yeah, but they only make a profit now because of the cloud computing business. Yeah, they're no, still making fair. a loss on everything else. Well, they, they, they can get into the cloud computing business, maybe then. Devil May Cry, <laughs> cloud computing. I think, I think on that note... <laughs> on that note... On that note... Why, why do they keep changing the name all the time? Devil May How do you build your brand? How do you build your brand? Anyway, so, listeners... I hope you've enjoyed our little chat about Devil May Cry. Uh, pick up a copy. Pick up all three copies for like five pounds or uh, seven Or just get the first one and the third one. Or just get the first and the third one. Thanks for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness interviews reviews features top 10 etc and you can also find all our previous podcasts there Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.